Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. And I'm so fortunate to be able to talk to Quay Tan today. Thanks so much for chatting with me today, Quay. Thank you, Max. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now, I want to get right to the project that is currently on that you star in, which is the new or fairly new Tyler Perry comedy series, Bra, which is available to stream now on BET+. Um, You appear as Officer Darla Grills, who's a recurring guest star throughout this season. Can you talk a little bit about um, this role in the series and how it sort of fits into the overall storyline of the season yeah so this show is um it follows four now five with the addition of my love interest uh five black men who are uh who are bras who are best friends and they're going through relationships and you know different types of stuff you go through in your in your 30s and i play this officer who falls in love with a doctor and what you're going to see is a clash of identities, you know, obviously this past year, I mean, we've been talking, you know, Black Lives Matter was formed around the police, uh, not actually not police brutality, it was formed around the killing of Trayvon Martin, uh, but it has, Black Lives Matter has focused on police brutality. And so you're really going to see what does it mean to, um, you know, be in love with someone who has a profession that is known to be extremely antagonistic and terroristic towards the community that you belong into. And so um, also what you're gonna see, what I love about uh, Mr. Tyler Perry is that he's been making these types of beautiful works of art that focus on black women and black people um, being romanticized and falling in love. And it's just something I have always, always watched ever since I was three. I used to watch his plays Mm -hmm. um, and I'm super excited to be a part. Yeah, it sounds like a real dream come true to be able to, you know, work with him on this series after growing up and consuming his work for so long. Um, Can you speak a little bit, though, to that, to working with Tyler Perry and um, sort of any lessons in acting that you're going to take with you now to future projects? Oh my God, I've already done it, Max, yeah. let me tell you. Okay, so for those of you who don't know the, how uh, Mr. Perry works, um, so the way that he works is he huh? only, <laughs> so the way that Mr. Perry works is he uh, shoots one take only. You get one take, wow. right? Um, and we shot uh, 19 episodes, which I think that, which is probably going to come out to even more than 19, uh, 19 one hour episodes. And we shot that in four days. Wow. And we were behind. Well, actually, now let me say we, I was early because I finished mine on the second day and I got us to be, to, to be able to finish in three, but they ended up finishing in four. Um, And so what I learned from Mr. Tyler Perry, and this is how I've always worked. I've always been a very, 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 very diligent actor, artist, businesswoman. Um, And so 
I've always done all my done all my work, done all my my backstory, my character, know, knowing all my lines, but this is on steroids. I mean, this was, there's no going back. It was like doing a play. And funny enough, he comes from that world of doing plays. And now people say, oh, wow, this is so unconventional. And of course, they, I mean, oh my goodness, there are so many, many, many critiques of Mr. Perry and of his work. But let me tell you, all of that considered, he has the number one show on cable. <laughs> and I think more than anything, what I've gathered from him, and he's doing something of huge scale. I think what you have to understand when you when you look at, and that is, and the number one show that he has is called Sisters, um, which is the sister show right. uh, to Bruh, to Bruh. So they're on BET proper and we're on BET plus. And so something to understand about Mr. Perry. And it's funny, I worked on, I don't, can you hear those fire alarms? It's, I mean, those. We can give it a second. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Okay. Um, something something to note about uh, Mr. Perry is that I, I, funny enough, I worked on Dear White People and mm -hmm. we had an entire season. This is, oh, this is so bananas. We had an entire season of, of volume three, which is Sam and J Justin Simeon has always criticized Mr. Perry's work, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the Christian dogma, the fact that it shot so quickly, um, you know, some of the, what they would view and stereotypes and things like that. And so season, I don't want to speak about the, uh, and, and then and then he elevated right Justin Simeon and Sam the character who is who was a par partially him would elevate another director who I won't mention because there's drama in that um, would elevate this director and say oh well this other director who who was a who's a black man is really talented and you know does this um, what is that French style neo what is it neo noir. Noir. Neo Noir. Is or it realism. Noir? Yeah, Neo, okay. yeah, Neo Realism. Yeah, Neo Realism. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, would have this Neo Realism thing and loved it him so much and was, you know. And so what ended up happening is that director ended up criticizing Justin Simeon in real life. Um, and Tyler Perry was like called him up and was like, Do we have a problem? Do we have an issue? And and um and and Justin was like, no, we don't we yeah. don't have an issue. And Tyler Perry helped um, build him up and, and gave him, you know, great advice and great support. And so season three really explored, and that's the season, the first season I was a part of of Dear White People on Netflix. It explored why is it as creatives, particularly as black creatives, as queer creatives, why do we feel the need? to tell, to, to shame people for how they want to, what they want to be entertained by and, and take away something that makes them feel seen, right? Uh, they were talking about Cabin in the Sky and how, you know, stereotypical and problematic Cabin in the Sky was, but it was the first time Black folks got to see themselves on screen. It was extremely powerful. And these are the type of, you know, these stories, um, you know, my mother watches Sisters, my mother watches The Oval, and now she watches Bruh. And so, and Ruthless, you know, these are the shows that they love. And it's so interesting that white people get to have soap operas, right? And that's 
fine and we acknowledge it and we know that soap operas shoot and you know they put out an episode every single day and there's no uproar but once a black man does it and and you know there is a huge issue but he you know what I mean but he he doesn't even care like what, what did I learn from Tyler Perry I learned to just do your just just do your work and care about nothing that anyone says right um you know and just understand that people work differently people are people are trying to achieve different things you're not shooting something in four days you know what i mean like you're clearly going for scale and that is very valid and people you know that's why he has the biggest studio in the world yeah absolutely and that's also so amazing just connecting what you said earlier between like the differences between Justin Simeon who you worked with on Dear White People and Tyler Perry who you just worked with on Bra how they're so different as visionaries but that's amazing that you were able to get those different experiences within this short period of time of just within the last couple of years or few years that's so cool um well I wanted to ask because this season has just dropped I believe it dropped in late May and episodes are still coming out um, of this season what has the feedback been like that you've received from audiences that are currently watching the season since it dropped a few weeks ago yeah it's you know it's been really good because um this is a uh, this is a, a combined push so these shows ruthless breast this is an oval all come out at the same time and so right now there is a huge focus on the on the sister show that's why it was just elevated um but we have a lot of we have a lot of stuff <laughs> We have a lot of big things that are going to be coming out later in the season that I'm sure is going to, you know, really spark a lot of conversations. And so I'm excited about that. Uh, but right now the attention is on sisters. But uh, the things that I've heard is like, you know, it, it's just really nice to see, you know, Black women being in love, right? And to see like, you know, Black people in love. And there is something, there is something, you know, special about that when there was this effort, there was, this, there was, it's so, it's so crazy to think there was this entire effort and, in the, and we still have a lot of work to do, but where mm -hmm. they would not put Black people onto television, right? They would not put Black people in movies. And there is this entire history that we did not get to get to be a part of. And when we were a part of it, we got to be, you know, the maids. And even when we won the Oscars, we were told to sit at other tables and different things like that. And so it is so interesting. And definitely as a queer person, right? As a transgender person to be invading these spaces. This is something that even, even now people are still trying to, you know, keep us out. And so there is something that even if I'm, even if the story isn't about that, yeah. even if I'm, even, you know, it just, it just becomes political because we're a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, you know, people, people have been saying, been saying that kind of stuff. I want to ask about some upcoming projects that you're working on, but first I want to ask you about another past experience you had that I would assume was quite formative in your, you know, learning and the industry, which was your guest starring appearance in How to Get Away with Murder, where you worked opposite Viola Davis. Um, similar to what I asked you before about working with Tyler Perry, can you share some insight into working with such a pro? And if there was any intimidation there working opposite, you know, such a now current legend in the industry with Viola? Legend. Yeah. And can you, is there anything that you took away from that, that you found especially valuable? So much, so much, so much, Talk so about much, it. so much. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Living legend. Absolutely correct. Without a doubt. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is, wow. It, listen, it's no mistake. It's no mistake. Even, even to this, it's, it's no mistake. Even now, even all the progress you have now that all these people are black, right? You, the people who are employing me and I audition for everything I audition. I don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the work, but the fact that the people who, who've built me up, um, and who have employed me are black people and are black legends is just so just amazing. And it tells me as a young black woman that I can achieve success, right? That I can uh, carve out a space for myself in this industry, that I matter, that I can do it. And so showing up on that set and seeing Viola Davis, seeing Asian Naomi King, seeing these amazing black women, dark skin black women, right? Not super, super light, close proximity to whiteness, right? The type of dark, type of uh, skin complexions that we go, ooh, right? So that, so seeing those women, those beautiful, talented women, it, it, it did, it did something for my confidence. It did something for um, my belief system. Um, but Working with them was just wild, you know, particularly uh, Miss Viola Davis. Working with her was honestly just wild. And it was perfect because I, most of my scenes were sitting down in a classroom. I played a, I played a, a law student and where I would stand up, I'd raise my hand, I would ask questions and I got to see a great work. I got to see uh, an Oscar winner. This is after she's won the Oscar and the Emmy. I got to see her work. And what I noticed is I can relax. That's what I noticed. I can relax, you know. Um, there's something that my acting teacher uh, said to our, our class years ago, Bert, Gregory Burke, so back up at Atwater Village in California. He said, at a certain point, you're just trained, right? It's kind of like when you are a mechanic. At a certain point, you, 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 you just know, you know, you know, you're trained. And so I can relax. You know, I, I have the, the luxury of another take. I don't have to have everything so perfect. It is about living in that moment. And so that's what I learned from her. You know, I also wanted to, I was telling her, I was like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I want to go to, I want to apply to Juilliard and Yale and all this other kind of stuff. And she was like, why, you know, we got to have a little conversation. She was like, why would, why would you want to do that? And I was, I said, well, because of, because of you, right? Because of you and Meryl Streep and you know what I mean? You all went to these great institutions. And she said, well, my love, you're, <laughs> you're working with the greats, you know what I mean? So it's important to, 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 to stay on, to stay on this path, stay on this track. And, you know, my track doesn't have to mean going to some expensive hoity-toity school so I can get certain cer certifications and validated and people could say, oh, look at her, she's so refined. Um, no, my path is the Hollywood path, right? And that's, perfectly valid yeah. and my tr what, did, what did Beyonce say Beyonce said uh I didn't go to college a uh, destiny child was my college touring the world was my college so you know this is this is my uh higher tier formal training of course I've had other types of formal training but um I just yeah just a joy honestly yeah. and that's a great <laughs> bit of advice from Viola the point of going to college is to find work after but you're already working now so yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, I want to um, now switch gears over to Jelly, which is a short film that you worked on where you played the role of Edith. This short is EP'd by Bella Thorne. You star opposite Harley Quinn Smith, Kevin Smith's daughter. Um, can you share a bit about what we can expect from your character and the film in general and when we can all expect to see this? I just watched it like oh. I think last yeah I just watched it two weeks ago and I, I watched it twice I watched it by myself and then I watched it with my best friend Alexandra Gray who's an actress yeah. um so Jelly is going Jelly is going to just be a wild ride it's a short film I think it might be 10 minutes um Ariella Barrera they produced it um and funny enough, they're actually, oh, maybe I should say this. I will say it anyway. They're dating my director from CAM, um, Daniel Goldhaber. And so, <laughs> look at me just spilling everybody's business. But they put, they put stuff out there on, on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, so Ariella, um, Ariella directed it. And what you're going to see is basically a young girl going into a cult. Um, you're going to see a lot of blood. You're going to see a lot of, you're going to see this amazing uh, exorcism mm. scene. And it is a, yeah, it's not a possession. It's an exorcism scene. And I crafted this out with Gregory Bergsobeck, my acting coach, um, who's a coach for uh, Lupita Nyong'o and with us um, by Jordan Peele. And so, yeah, so you're going to see um, a lot of, great physicality a lot of great character work and I lead the film I'm the lead of oh it oh my god yeah and that yeah and that is like that's my thing now I'm like you know I just want to be I just I, you know I just want to continue to to be the lead because when you are when you're driving the narrative when you're driving the plot you just get to you just get to have so much more fun <laughs> how did <laughs> this role yeah how did this role come to you how do you find out about it Oh, so this was my first, uh, I'm not gonna say direct offer because we did have a, we had a general meeting, but uh, so basically what happened is I, this is why it's so great. This is, this is for all my actors out there. Mm -hmm. Take every audition seriously. And this is something my, another acting coach told me, you're auditioning rather you know it or not, you were auditioning. We're both auditioning for something right now and we don't know it, we don't know it. So I did an audition for Runaways, which is a Marvel show that was on Hulu. Um, and it was, I was gonna be a recurring character and then I was going to be, and then I was going to be a series regular for the following season. So I do the audition, they, I, I, on Paramount, the Paramount lot, they love me, adore me. They call me back in and they say, we want her to screen test. I sign a, and for those of you who don't know, when you screen test for something, this is a little shady, but when you screen test for something, they make you sign a contract before you, before you, they make a decision on if you get the part. Mm. So you negotiate your deal before you, before you know. And right. so we negotiated the deal. I knew how much I was going to make off of this. And I was going to have to go to Disneyland and record something for a ride. And I was going to have to do all this other kind of stuff. And there was going to be merchandise and X, Y, and Z. <laughs> and then I go in, I do the screen test. They bring in the actors who are on the show. And I don't get the role. And it was my birthday. Like, it was my birthday. It was, it was, it was sad. It was really, really yeah. sad. And so, but, but 
this is what happens when you don't get a role. And I guarantee, I promise you, I am such a better actor than I was then. And even in that moment, I made such a great connection that when Ariella was, who was an actor on Runaways, was like, hey guys, I am making this short film. I'm looking for, for an actress to fill this role, right? They went to the, Ariella goes to the casting director at Paramount and says, who should I cast in this casting directors? You see actresses all the time and they go, don't even look at anyone else, Quaytan. And that's what, and there is something my acting teacher, I, I'm gonna keep saying that, there's something my acting teacher <laughs> told me. <laughs> and it is, you don't wanna, it's not about booking the role, it's about booking the room. Mm-hmm. It's about making a connection, making a fan, right? Building a relationship. And that's how I got that role. And Ariel and I met, they didn't even want to see me audition. They didn't want to see me do anything. They were just like, do it. Just, just, you got it. Right. After we met. So, yeah. Wow. That's an amazing story. That's great. I am working on a project. Oh, I, I did just finish a project right now that is going to be on TikTok. And y'all are going to lose your minds. This project, it's a, it's a series called Hitting Canyons. It's an LGBTQ series. There is gay sex, lesbian sex. And <laughs> can I say sex on your Go podcast? for it. Go for it. And tell me more. Is, uh, and then tell you more. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears giving you me more. Yeah. And then there is, um, and then there is, there, we're also going to be tackling some transgender issues. Mm-hmm on the second season. Now these episodes are 60 second episodes. And this is honestly the polar opposite of, um, of, of Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry only shoot one take. He has you go very slow. There's huge, there's chasms. There's a huge beat in between every line so he can get his cuts. He's going three cameras at a time. But with this show, with this TikTok show, you, you allow your, your acting to fit the medium. You have a tool belt and you allow the acting to fit the medium and what, what's called for. So with this, we had to speak so fast. And it was like, think Aaron Sorkin, West Wing, think Shonda Rhimes, Olivia Pope. I mean, it is going to be so amazing. I look so gorgeous, so cute. Um, I play a, a young girl. I can't say much about it, but I, I okay. play a young girl. And it is, I mean, it's really, when I walked away from on the, the set on that day, people were just like, oh my gosh, awesome. Anyway, it'll be on, you can watch the first season now, Hidden Canyons on TikTok. You're going to love it. And oh, when can we expect season two to drop? You can expect it to drop around October. Okay, cool. Yeah, October. Nice. Um, I want to touch on a couple other projects, uh, Natural Woman and A More Perfect Union, which I believe you're currently filming, but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Can you talk about these films that we have to look forward to and when we should expect to see them come out? Yeah, uh, Natural Woman was something that I did um, in between murder. Um, It was, it's a, it's a student, it's a student film. Um, and so we'll see what happens with that, if they'll come out with it. A lot of stuff happened because of the pandemic, but um, A More Perfect Union is uh, my friend Ian Mark um, and Blaze Hall. 
they are, you know, just creatives in Hollywood who I met through a friend in improv class at the Groundlings. And they're, they're creatives in Hollywood who got this funding to make this film during the pandemic, got me in the Hollywood Reporter. Um, and I'm just so amazed that people who are my friends, you know, I'm amazed at myself, but people who are my friends who are finding success in Hollywood. And I'm just like, wow, y'all are amazing. And so the film is going to cover... Um, uh, a lot of stuff about the pandemic. Um, Ian plays a whistleblower who um, gives up information about, I believe is it, I believe it's the pandemic. Yeah, gives up information about the pandemic. And um, and yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a, a really, really good film. Um, I'm excited for it to come out, but yeah, we are still filming right now. That's awesome. Um, now I know that we touched on a lot of projects that are yet to be seen or that you're currently working on with a more perfect union. Is there anything else sort of down the road that, or that you're also currently working on along with the more perfect union that we have to look forward I am, to? I am work. I mean, I've been, I've been told to not say a word, but I okay. am working on something. I am working on something that I'm really, really excited about. And I know the world is going to love and that's all I could say about that. And then I do have, there is a series that's coming out that is going to be on one of the big streaming platforms. There is a series coming out that y'all are going to love, but you're not able to, able to say things. And that is going to focus on queer and, and, um, and Black stories. And then I have Oh no, I can't see. This is so, this is so weird. It's just like it's like on YouTube when they're like, yeah. "Hey guys, I'm working on a project. <laughs> I can't say what it is, but I'm working." And it's like, "Yeah, well, you're just gonna have to wait and see. That's all. You're just gonna no have to worries. wait and see." And I just filmed. I can say this. I just filmed a series with Willem, Willem Belli oh, from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, and I met them uh, the other day, and they are so sweet, and I'm such a huge fan of them. For those of you who don't know, Willem Bella and RuPaul got into a huge, you know, they have a huge like little beef or whatever. But Willem Bella uh, was in A Star is Born with uh, Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Well, it seems like between that, your TikTok series, A More Perfect Union, Jelly, we have a lot to look forward to coming up from you, which is exciting. Thanks so much for chatting with me thank you max i really appreciate you i had yeah. a blast this is yes. honestly this is my fun yes this is my fun it's time i had an interview oh that's great i'm glad <laughs> so much have a good day thanks so much for tuning in please take a moment to subscribe to the hollywood podcast for free on itunes or your favorite podcast app until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening.